I'm Michelle. And I'm Ada. And today we have a really amazing guest who I'm so excited to record this because we haven't recorded in so long. And we've talked about having this guest on the podcast before. She's an amazing person from our high school, but since then, been on so many adventures and a student by day and mysterious woman (laughs) by other days influencer welcome to the podcast me yay podcast you're like our number one fan too like i remember from the beginning no that's like listening it's taken me a long time to be on this podcast since you guys started and i didn't even talk to you guys that much i would just listen and be nosy (laughs) I feel like that's the same with me like me and V go to the same school but like we were just talking about I never really leave the house so or also I'm just I'm just not at school a lot so it's I feel like sometimes I'll see your social media and think this girl is doing such cool things I think sometimes Michelle are like how do you do it you're so glamorous literally how so do you do it? tell us your ways Michelle likes to call me an influencer, but I feel like I'm just mm-hmm. really influenced. Like when I see other people posting stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go do that. I want to go try taking a picture like that. And I definitely don't live glamorously. I literally live in Hamilton right now. <laughs> so like the two can't coexist. But I think I've just been trying to prioritize traveling more. I haven't really been putting as much effort as I should into school, but lately... When there's lack of posts, I'm doing good. <laughs> I feel like when I'm posting, I'm definitely not focusing on the right things. No, but literally, like, I'll be casually, like, scrolling through Instagram. I'm like, oh, you're, like, somewhere out of the province. Or, like, you'll be in L.A. or something. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, V's traveling. I know there's going to be good content coming. <laughs> or even when you're in Toronto, like, there's always something like you literally find so many places like I know you're a good person to go to to like get recommendations yeah I love it when you ask me I love when people ask me for restaurants and stuff like that I think it's also started you guys remember when I had my food page with yes my boyfriend at the time I think that's what started it for me and I really like to try new things like new places to go eat and I'm really lucky you guys know Rahel has her food page yeah and those are like my best friends to go to when I come home so there's never a shortage of places to go or take pictures at yeah we want to have Rahel on the podcast Mm -hmm. too yeah do you have like recommendations for the pod listeners in Toronto or not Hamilton Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) um food wise I feel like I talk about it a lot is a Kiribati. I always like I go there for every single birthday even when it was COVID I got their tuna sushi pizza t- for takeout and I ate it in my boyfriend's car other than that I know it's kind of a hit or miss for people because I recommended it to some people and they told me the service wasn't that good and mm. I definitely have noticed a little bit of deterioration in the service but definitely for cheap stuff sugo on Lansdowne because it's right next to Ruru Baked and you can just make a whole day out of it because it's near all the thrift stores and it's attached to Konzo's if you can't get a reservation 
I want to think of one more to make it even. For kind of like an experience, I went to Casa Madera this year for my birthday, my second birthday dinner. <laughs> um, they have fire dancers. They have a guitarist to sing Ooh. around to. Their cocktails smoke up. So it's a really nice, full experience, you know, and it's like Mediterranean Mexican fusion. So really nice. and what's the name of it? Casa Madera. It's in the one hotel. Well, those are some good. I feel like this is good for like even tourists or something. Like, yeah, if to come to Toronto, just ask me. <laughs> Literally, like you'll know. I used to write the restaurant and thing to do recommendations for one of my friends' moms who has an Airbnb. So I'm trying oh, to. My <laughs> I feel like that could be a whole side hustle with how many people yeah. have Airbnbs. Like my aunt and uncle have an Airbnb. Actually, I feel like they would have really good recommendations too. So, but I went to Sugo um, with my mom and it was so good. I wanted to try it for a while because like, I feel like I saw it on your old food page and then I, I don't know if Rahel put it on her page yet, but I feel like I saw it on that and it was really fun. Wait, I have a question. I mean, it was kind of Ada's question too, so I shouldn't take all credit. Can we follow your Pinterest page? Like, do you <laughs> use Pinterest for like getting inspiration and stuff and even the pictures you take? I think I use Pinterest for recipes or if I see like clothes, but for the pictures I take, sometimes I have a really bad Instagram problem right now. That's where it's kind of a love-hate relationship. Like I love to post, but mm -hmm. when you post, you're always looking at kind of who's looking at your posts. Or if I get a like on my story, it's so bad, but I'll literally keep scrolling. I see who doesn't follow me and watches my story, and then I'm on a tangent. <laughs> like, Michelle, I know with your close friends and my close friends, <laughs> we post, we spam when we post. Like, I can't post in Yeah. No, that's so true. That's literally, it's either all or nothing. Exactly. So I don't get inspiration really from Pinterest, but more so Instagram. I follow like a lot of people that I want to live like, especially in Toronto and stuff, because I get to see where they're eating, like what they're doing, and especially what to wear to the restaurants that I want to go to, because that always so true whenever you have like an event or like somewhere you're going to you're like what the heck do I wear no oh my gosh okay wait I have such a funny story about this about you <laughs> that I need to share because when Michelle said that you're an influencer mm. I was really I was really <laughs> thinking of like what is I think influencers are just influenced by other influencers like I think true. that's what an influencer is because you're in with the trends you know what's cool like you know what to wear to restaurants but how do you know that you observe other people and like see what's fashionable but anyways I remember when we were in business class <laughs> in high school I remember you would watch <gasps> Ellen Fisher YouTube and oh yeah and then I, I remember you would talk about it and I was like what is V talking about and then I swear for like a long time after that I would like watch her videos because you watch them and also I think that this like kind of changed the trajectory of my life because she now I'm just realizing this as I speak but um she posted her like birth vlogs and then seeing her birth vlogs, I like went down this whole rabbit hole. And now I'm like, oh, maybe I want to like, I think birth is so cool. And I want to like do some job related to birth or like be a midwife or something like. So you influenced my life. The impact. 
Yeah, I definitely don't think I'm an influencer. I think I just like to post pictures. But I remember watching the Ellen Fisher water birth videos in high school just out loud on my laptop and nobody stopped me. That's kind of the Harvard culture. I feel like you just look mm-hmm. like anything. But that's so funny that you remember that. <laughs> yeah, literally, I actually, I'm planning to write my thesis next year about like birth vlogs. And I just think they're so interesting. Like, I'm like, what, who are these videos for? Like, does it positively influence people's birth experience? But I think one question we had for you was like, would yourself at Harvard or back in middle school, do you think you would? Oh my ex- god that you'd be here now or would you be proud of yourself now I think so I think during Harvard I remember from grade 10 to the beginning of grade 12 I didn't even have Instagram because I have such an addictive personality in grade 9 I was obsessed with my phone still that I was like okay I need to get rid of this I need to be like a boss and then in grade 10 I don't know what I was thinking because I stopped trying in grade 12 but like I burnt myself out like at the prime age of 15, I was also really, I never wanted to take pictures. Like if my friends were like, "Be get in the picture, I'd be like, no, like I'm so ugly. Ew, that's so embarrassing. Saying like you're ugly, everybody notices stuff more. And I just wasn't really photogenic at the time. I remember Augustine posted a picture of me from my Instagram because we share an Instagram and that like set me down a spiral. <laughs> because it was the world's ugliest picture of me and then all my friends were like yes girl you look so good and it was like Augustine told me to pose in a way to embarrass me so I was like okay yeah Instagram's gonna go um but I think I'm proud that like I don't feel that way about myself anymore and I can take pictures of myself and be like oh my god I was caught yeah yeah no I also want to say I feel like this is so embarrassing and I hope you don't mind me saying this on the podcast one of like a distinct memory I have of you in middle school (laughs) is coming to school with a bag of your hair because you just like (laughs) cut it and I just was like it wasn't even surprising because it was like almost like yeah of course you would have like brought your hair in a plastic bag to school like why wouldn't you but I just thought that was the fucking funniest thing ever and I feel like you were definitely like really upset and distraught and you were like you're like do you remember this yeah like the littlest things would set me off when I was younger and I remember literally I told boycott Boycott at the time oh, was a gym God. teacher. Yeah. <laughs> he paved the way. Um, <laughs> I was like, boycott. I'm like, I'm grieving a loss. Like all this stuff. I was so dramatic. Yeah. And I just showed him my bag of hair. And I don't know what I would do if a 13-year-old girl came to my class and gave me a bag of her hair. But I was so sad that day, I remember. Oh, it was such a V moment too. Like it was, it was funny. Like we're all laughing, but also I like felt bad too because clearly you were in pain from like you know you were suffering a loss. Yeah, all my friends keep telling me like, oh, you have V privilege because I feel like throughout middle school and high school I would just do stupid stuff like that where anything I do now, everyone's like, oh, it's just V. Like that they couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> the v privilege. 
but that was, that's what makes you like iconic like not a lot of people could do that so do you remember what boycott said to you I think everything boycott's ever said to me is blocked out of my brain me too me yeah too. oh yeah that middle school is just blocked I said gym teacher was like I, I don't I forget what I said to him I was like I don't want to do the 12 minute run or something and he asked oh. me if I wanted to go to Cam H. <gasps> Excuse me? <laughs> and I was so dumb. I was like, who's Cam H? <laughs> yeah. I just remember him like telling us that, telling the girls that we need to like regulate the boys' behavior. <laughs> and, and then like looking back and being like, what the heck? That is not our responsibility. No, all the teachers at King Eddie were pretty funny. Like, our one French teacher, do you remember? I don't know if you were in this class. But she was like, oh my god, guys, like, Poisson d'Avril. And she told us a prank she pulled on her mom. Oh, sorry. Poisson d'Avril is, like, April Fool's, I'm pretty sure. And yeah. She was like, yeah, I pulled a prank on my mom this morning. I told her I'm outside visiting her in Africa. And I wasn't. She came outside. <laughs> yeah I remember that <laughs> the most yeah. iconic line from her is kids these days do you remember her saying that like she was like kids these days because yeah. we're all she was so funny okay a bit derailing the topic but this is another thing I feel like we've seen on your social media it seems like sometimes you have like life hacks or like going to workout classes or class pass like do you have any like life hacks for Mm -hmm. just navigating the city or like getting deals or things like that definitely for the workout classes if you guys see me at an expensive one I'm using class pass I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but ClassPass does this like one month free trial thing. And for me, if I'm going to be in the city for like a month for the winter break, or if I go to a big city for vacation, like when I was in Miami, I'll do the free month trial and you can transfer your ClassPass based on any city. Like I know my friend does it when she's in New York, or if you aren't going to be somewhere for a long time, I definitely recommend it. I get a fake phone number app and I make fake phone numbers. And I sign up for the different classes so I can try them in every city. So every time I'm saving like $50 on a class, that would have been that amount. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's genius because I did class pass this summer, the free trial, and it was the best. I was like, I can't believe because a workout class is like $30. Like if you go to a Pilates class or something. And I was like, this is so amazing. And then I don't know, I think the idea kind of occurred to me like, oh, maybe I could do this again some way. But I didn't think of exactly how to do it. And also, I don't know if I had the guts but class class pass is so good like even just to do it once it's really fun you guys should try sweat and tonic because i feel like a lot of them you have to bring your own yoga mat you have to bring your towels there it hit classes yoga classes pilates some saunas they give you your own locker with a built-in lock you get towels from them there's dysons in the change room guys i wash my hair there i never wash my hair when i go work out because i just need special products but they have everything, lotion, Q-tips. There's people who mop the floors between every single class so that once you step out of the shower, it's not wet. It's how the other that half sounds elite. What's the name <laughs> and where is it? Red and Tonic. It's on Young and Shooter right across from the Eaton Center. Oh. 
Yeah, it's so good. You can also do energy exchange there. That's another thing I'd recommend if you're kind of too scared to make a fake phone number for class pass. <laughs> if you ask a lot of studios, there's energy exchange. So you clean up after a class or you help out the studio one to two times a week and then you get unlimited classes. Oh, that's a great tip. Mm-hmm. I knew someone who did that um, in Hamilton at a studio in Hamilton and it's a really good idea. Is it Moto? Um, no, it was at Spinco. Mm. The saying, like gaming the system in a way, like that was like the wording I used in the question because it's like you literally are a queen at scamming the system. Because I don't work that much and it's not like my family is going to pay for my super, super duper expensive lifestyle when I'm in Hamilton. So I try my best to do spend minimal money and still be mm-hmm. able to do stuff I do and do things that I find aesthetically pleasing. And you must feel like accomplished while doing that. Like, do you feel kind of like, oh, look at me? (laughs) (laughs) As you should. Do you have any favorite follows on Instagram or like people in Toronto who you think are like have good ideas of what to wear or like what to do in the city? Oh my gosh, I'm going to sound like such a fan because guys, I don't even follow big influencers or anything. I follow like they obviously have a lot of followers and they're not even influencers. They're just kind of rich girls, rich Asian girls in the city. But those are the girls that have the most fun, right? Like they're not. Yeah really thinking about it oh my gosh I'm kind of embarrassed I follow this girl named Septemberism and I really like her post like she has so many cool tattoos she's always at restaurants that I don't see a lot of people at but then a few months later everybody's at these restaurants that she posts she also kind of has really cool style and she posts outfits every single day not even with links or anything just she posts no caption. I don't know. I think she's so mysterious and I have like an Instagram crush on her and I just want to be like her. I also follow this girl named Larissa Vu. She has like two of the cutest babies and they're wearing little Montclair jackets. They have all designer. She's just always doing something cool. So I definitely look to her when I want to do something kind of more luxurious but yeah other than that I think my friends are very good at that kind of stuff they all know really cool spots and they always take me to fun places so I never really have to look too deep into it now yeah you got it curated I think that the element of mystery like is really nice for an influencer like smaller influencers Mm -hmm. when they're not tagging everything or even if they are tagging things, just like, or celebrities who are mysterious. I think it's very alluring. I was like, I wish I could be mysterious. I have a really big oversharing problem. <laughs> I said girl. at the beginning of this episode that you're mysterious, though, because it's like, you are, though. I think, yeah, I think it's like you have the V privilege of like, being so like, funny and amazing and oversharing. But then also, I feel like, it's you kind of have like how does she do it like I don't know I feel mm-hmm. like you have both how does she do like it? you are mysterious <laughs> no because when you're not posting I'm like thinking oh what is she up to or like what's coming so no there is a good balance I like to wonder if I'm not posting I'm probably in Hamilton <laughs> no but that makes me think of um a really funny comment on your like latest post where someone said she really lives a six-figure life and goes to Mac. Um, but... <laughs> it's definitely a lot of, like, like I said, a lot of the 
class pass like scamming life if that makes sense yeah like I feel like you need some kind of confidence too to be able to do that yeah I think so too and it's also I remember one of my friends was talking to me about like they went to this conference at Mac with their other friend and how Instagram's the future and stuff like people are gonna be looking on there for jobs and stuff like that and I was also thinking about maybe doing filler after I finished my nursing degree so I feel like appearances are really important especially with cosmetic and beauty stuff like don't trust a tattoo artist with no tattoos so I want to make sure that my Instagram looks nice just in case I end up wanting to do that wait what do you mean get filler oh no no no! I mean like start injecting filler after my nursing degree like into other people yeah (laughs) oh that's so cool oh that yeah I feel like with nursing there's so many well I know that there's so many different like specialties you can go into and I feel like plastic surgery is having such a big moment or like I've been seeing people online getting like there's like new technologies like the air sculpt or like I don't know if you guys some there's like new technologies that plastic surgeons are innovating because old plastic surgery used to be like like liposuction they would like it's very invasive and like takes out like parts of your body and like can make you look kind of weird so there's these new technologies where they like I don't know I listened to a episode of the skinny confidential where they had the plastic surgeon and they like kind of like it's just less invasive and it like removes fat cells in like a new way I don't know it's just very interesting like it's a really big market a lot of people get plastic surgery and don't talk about it but then I feel like also a lot of people get plastic surgery now and then they are talking about it Mm -hmm. and I think it's I like hearing people talk about it like I think it's so interesting I think so too. I think I've listened to that same episode of the Skinny Confidential where they're talking about how it's kind of more important to open up about having filler Mm -hmm. than like doing it just so people kind of, I don't know, they aren't getting the wrong kind of filler to look like you or something or going to the wrong kind of people. It's bringing awareness to, oh, I got this done so that somebody else doesn't get nose filler instead of a rhinoplasty. Because I know a lot of injectors, they don't do nose filler because it's like where you breathe from there's like complications so if somebody did that because they saw their favorite person on Instagram do it then it's a bigger problem because they don't know what exactly they had done to their face yeah but yeah plastic surgery is such an interesting specialty because it's like it has like the element of art as well and I don't know I think I guess you could look at it as being more like vain but I think it can really impact people's lives and also you're working with healthy people a lot of the time which is nice instead of working with sick people right now uh, placement like when you're talking about liposuction I've seen I obviously haven't seen lipo at the hospital but I did a shift in the operating room like a shadow shift oh. I saw a gastric bypass and guys like it's so anyone who wants to do surgery like obviously go do that but I've I know people who have had surgeries and I've seen it like I have family members who've gotten boob jobs and they were in the worst pain of their life they're talking about how they regretted it because it's the aftercare after people don't talk enough about that she couldn't laugh for a few months without pain and I've seen a gastric bypass which is kind of like a liposuction but they're basically sewing your stomach together so it's this big anymore so you just lose weight over time but that's if you're on your deathbed morbid but (laughs) 
That's what's what... that experience like seeing that shadowing and stuff you'd think it's a lot more serious like in the movies mm-hmm. i remember the surgeon was playing trap music we're all just talking and laughing and it's kind of weird to see people treat other people like the pigs that we dissected in biology <laughs> it's so oh my god as a person when you're watching everything happen yeah it was not what i was expecting I can just like imagine as a surgeon needing to have some kind of like trap music or something disconnect because if you think too hard that it's a living person I think I don't know doing like dissections or things like that in like an anatomy lab you need to like use force to like it's it doesn't feel right that you'd be doing that to a living thing so I don't know there must be some mental game but I feel like I've on the flip side heard like patients saying that like it's not good to feel like you're treated like that and I think I don't know don't they say a thing like the best surgeons have like a like you have to be gentle but also strong and wait I want to change the topic to something completely (laughs) else go for it that's so like random and like okay but I'm I'm super curious like I do men like look up you just like seeming like an influencer online and just like the way like scamming the system like does it attract men or do you find that like that does anything to them (laughs) to them um (laughs) to them the men I think it depends like I know the guys close to me you know Owen Tapia like I've known him from he'll be maybe my private story and then just food on my public story and he'll mm-hmm. just be such a poser <laughs> like he'll make fun <laughs> of me because I just don't think it's important really to show that much of myself on like my main story like I said like mm-hmm. the future if I post something obviously it's gonna leave a footprint but when I had a boyfriend and he was taking me on trips, I noticed that people were still messaging me. Like guys were still messaging me while I was on the trip. And I was like, you don't see that one sliver of his arm that I posted. <laughs> but also when I started posting food, guys would swipe up and they'd be like, oh my God, this looks so good. Or they'd say like, oh, like, let me take you there. But I think oh. when I started going with more with my boyfriend at the time, it's kind of like, oh, I'm not in the same tax bracket. <laughs> like it's just too much to keep up with and even obviously my boyfriend would or my ex would complain about me spending money a lot but it's kind of just it's something I like to do yeah if they can't handle it that's too bad for them exactly like I didn't I don't know if I answered your question properly but I feel like you did a lot of people did but then as time went on it kind of like comes and goes if that makes sense Mm. I think I attract more or less it kind of just it depends on what I'm posting. And I don't think guys can even tell the difference between somebody who likes to take a lot of pictures and doesn't like to take a lot of pictures. It's like, oh, she's spamming her story. Okay. Yeah, true. Yeah, that makes me think what people think of my stories. LOL, that's a whole other, like... <laughs> stories are so funny. I I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad. Anyone who is not who's listening to the podcast and not seeing Michelle's stories you're missing out do you guys want to do some rapid fire questions Yes. so this is our first time doing a speed round on genocide i think it's the perfect time and each question you can either answer with one word or if we go off on a tangent that's okay too okay let me 
start us off. What is your go-to beverage? Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Uh, both. Either. Uh, both. Whichever. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, non-alcoholic, coffee, alcoholic, probably mojito. Who is your favorite celebrity, if you have one? Ice Spice. <laughs> oh! Good one. Money or happiness? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of these questions, I'm like both. <laughs> I know. But, yeah. Like, I feel like right now money, because... I'm in university and I'm broke. Facts. True. Cats or dogs? Cats. What is your biggest flaw? Oversharing. <laughs> what is your favorite season? Summer. Okay, this is a yes or no question. <laughs> Do you have a type? Yes. <laughs> Who is the last person you texted? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my aunt <laughs> telling me that her dog died. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she has like her, her IV bag set up next to the dog. <laughs> Sorry, I made that so depressing, but no, that's, that's real. That's, that's real. real. But the dog's name is Mama. She was like, Mama passed away, and I'm like, My mom died. I'm like freaking out in the nail salon, and then I'm like, Oh, it's just the dog. Oh my god, that's too funny. This is okay. Would you ever try stand up comedy? No, I don't think I'm funny on the spot. I don't know. I feel like I need to be, I'm funny in conversation, but fair. A duo? Weird. I feel like you have you ever been to like a comedy show where nobody's laughing? One time I was studying in Kensington Market at Film Cafe and they do like a stand-up comedy night and just there was this one act, like nobody even cracked a smile. I was no. I wanted to start laughing, but like their act was already over. I'm too scared. <laughs> I feel like this is a really good question. Would you ever appear on a reality TV show? Yes, that's like definitely my bucket list. I could see you okay. doing that too hot to handle because that would just ruin a lot of things in my life I feel like my love life for good because then they would see like literally how you acted they don't know if it was scripted all that stuff but I'd be on like the circle or something or oh my gosh the circle would be so good also I feel like like love is blind I feel like people have like really like boost off that like deep tea has a book now and like lauren and cameron are like i love them what is your favorite city mm, london not ontario <laughs> <laughs> we have to preface that okay that's you killed the speed round do you have a second favorite wait i just want to add do you have a second favorite city or like after london after london out of the places i've been I think with my family, we really liked when we were in Tokyo. And wait, let me just add one more thing. What's on your bucket list of like countries to visit? Korea, because like I was saying, I want to do potentially after school and their Botox is $25 because it's not as stigmatized as it is here. Like everyone gets cosmetic procedures there. And then maybe just Europe in general. I feel like I've kind of been checking off the boxes with places in Europe and I kind of want to go to more places there oh so many destinations um should we do song recommendations now let's do it okay Okay. i'll go first i was like not sure what to do for this i was remembering when i recommended crazy house from princess nokia because i was just like feeling the violence yesterday but then i was thinking probably what i've been listening to the most lately is like noah khan's album and i don't know which song i think the song i'll recommend from it is homesick and 
I just feel like he gets very riled up in it and it's good. I feel like a lot of people have been listening to that, but it's just very, very emotional. You can listen to it. it has that guitar vibe. So yeah, what about you, Michelle? Yeah, I know. I'm not sure what to choose either. Like there's been like a few songs that I've had on rotation. This is definitely a new song that like came up, you know, like when, wait, do you have Spotify V? Yeah, I do. Okay, because like, you know how after you finish an album or a playlist, they start like recommending songs after. So this is like one of the songs and it's called Baby um, with like three Y's at the end by Grace Eves. I think her name is I'm I hope I didn't butcher that but it's a it's a jam like it's kind of electric I don't even know how you would describe it but I think it's like a good like song to like bop your head to or like even I could see people like studying and listening to it I don't know I think it's just a really groovy song I also had a lot of trouble thinking of a song because it's like oh my god like what if I choose the wrong song and like you know when you have to no Put yourself on ox and like I never ask yeah because I have too much shame like I feel like someone's like who the fuck's on ox right now and I'm gonna be like oh same so I asked my friends I was like guys like what do I say and everyone's like V literally you listen to Ice Spice every single day so I think my artist as a whole is gonna be Ice Spice I think I listen to No Clarity every single day and it's like her remix of Clarity by I don't know you you got you have to listen to it but it's really fun. I will. I think I just girl rap. I've kind of been listening to it ironically for since high school, but then I realized after a year I, this isn't ironic anymore. I love like I spy mm-hmm. girls. I like Glorilla. I like even Chromas. I know she gets a lot of hate. It's just something that me and all my friends we all know all the words to. So when I'm up at school or something I listen to it and I'm like oh my friends are probably listening to this right now too yeah also wait about Ice Spice because I feel like I only heard of her or like saw her online recently have you been listening to her for a while oh no I've just I think I've um, like I said addictive personality I've become Mm -hmm. more obsessed with her I noticed I was in a bad position when I was like oh I've seen four Ice Spice edits and I've been on Instagram for five minutes. <laughs> I see. You know how we're also talking about it? Like just natural, natural baddies on top, you know? She's so, like she hasn't had anything done. It's like relatable. That's why I like Glorilla too. Obviously I have nothing mm-hmm. getting stuff done. I'm probably going to get stuff done this summer, but it was nice to be like, oh my God, like this girl, she just is from somewhere similar to where we're from and just got really big really quick. Like, it, the day she has a concert, guys, you're going to see a oh, yeah. story on my story. I'm going to sob. <laughs> yeah. Now I want to have you on Oxby. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so nerve-wracking. I agree. It's kind of like you can cook for yourself at school, but if, oh my gosh, if some one of my friends came up and was like, can you make me something to eat? I'd be so scared. And I, yeah. it's one of those, music is one of those things that I have shame about because I'm not, not shame, but I'm not, not as confident in myself. But I feel like having you in the car regardless, like you're always just like a fun person to be around. Like I feel like you're o- like we're like laughing throughout this. Like you're just always like a bright light, you know? Like let me hype you up right now. <laughs> 
I agree. I'm so happy that you came on the podcast because it's so fun to talk to you and you're so interesting. I'm so excited to see what's to come and like in the months and in the summer, like traveling, like I see bright things for you. Thank you, girl. (laughs) All right. Thanks, V. Thank you. Bye. Bye.